and welcome back to Behind the Microphone, a podcast out of Granite Telecommunications. And in case you forgot, my name is Connor Muldoon. I am the host of this podcast. Today we got our second episode. While this month's particular episode will be a bit shorter than the last one, it will be no less interesting as I'm joined by Dan Cashman and Adam Weiner from our IT team here at Granite. Uh, We're going to discuss the broad, very broad topic of security and how we can prevent ourselves and our customers from being breached. And uh, with that, I just want to introduce Dan. Dan has been at Granite for two months now. He's the Information Systems Security Manager. And Adam is the Director of Network Architecture, who has been here for seven years. So guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having us. So the first thing I want to kind of start with is uh, for you, Dan, staying secure and avoiding hackers internally. That's kind of your forte. We had discussed in some previous meetings the specific issue of business email compromise. Can you just talk about that real quick and, and what exactly are some steps that people can take to avoid phishing? So business email compromise is a crime that the FBI has recently categorized. And it is something that has come up in the information security age, but really at the end of the day, it's simple old fashioned fraud. So we have malicious actors, criminals, who identify a business opportunity through their ability to develop relationships with people in a business such as Granite through using common social media avenues like LinkedIn. The criminal would typically begin to look at things like Facebook or LinkedIn that shows a person in the company they work for and identify their role in the company, say, Dan Cashman is in accounting. Dan may have access to wire transfers or purchasing. The criminal then attempts to establish a relationship with the person by sending, for example, a LinkedIn request to connect. And it's this relationship forming stage is the beginning of the fraud that sets the stage for later exploitation. Then they move forward to a connection through email. So the criminal is able to start bringing in other elements. Some corporations do business functions through email and they're able to spoof that a sender of an email is someone that they're not and set something up. Spoofed email to other person accounting. Please wire $10,000 to Yale Electric. And here are the wiring instructions. So they get pretty down into the details. They get down to the details. So it all starts with phishing through something like LinkedIn. Information security crime, at the end of the day, is mostly common sense. Would it be easier, and Adam, you might be able to chime in on this, because everything has become an app nowadays, especially in telecom, obviously. Does having a more expansive Internet of Things make it easier for hackers to gain access? So when I think of Internet of Things, I think of items in my house such as a Nest thermostat or a security camera. Internet of Things could also be your phone, your tablet, where those apps could play. Different manufacturers have different security levels for admitting apps to their environment. Again, at the end of the day, it's all about awareness. Why are you using this Roomba? Roomba is famous because the Roomba vacuum actually creates a map of your house. The map of your house is stored on the Roomba and it actually can be uploaded to iRobot. That's incredible. So if iRobot were to be compromised, then your plain old burglar um, 
would have access to maps of your home. Through social engineering that Dan was talking about earlier, it's fairly easy to get someone because people are trusting. And when you combine that with technology, everything lives on our phones. Right. If your phone were to be compromised, you know, your reputation could be ruined, your financial the implications are extremely grand. I think it's Internet of Things, you need to be careful and you need to scrutinize the apps that you're running on your phones and ensure that they're coming from trusted sources. See, to me, when I think Internet of Things, I simply think devices that I can access Internet, not a thermostat, not a vacuum. So that's actually, I learned something today. Sure. It's incredible. It, it's all connected. So with, especially with home automation, like Amazon's Alexa, Google Home, mm-hmm. everything is connected. I, I can say five words when I walk into my condo, turn the lights on, turn the TV on, turn the temperature to a certain setting. Um, right. With that sort of home automation and that sort of everything being linked in, um, you're, you're putting yourself at a much greater risk for an attack because mm-hmm. all of that wealth of information about your habits is available to an attacker. So I guess the gist of this is get a uh, get a thermostat from the 1970s. Uh, <laughs> I will not have a nest in my home and my appliances are not connected. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of getting onto a telecom level here, Adam, what is it that any telco vendor, but specifically that Granite can do or is doing to keep uh, customers safe from these types of breaches? Is there anything that you can discuss with us? Absolutely. Um, And because I work for Granite, I'll focus on the things that we do spectacularly well. Um, (laughs) I think it starts with product selection. Using industry leaders that are seasoned, that have a reputation for one, taking security seriously, and two, have a track record for rapid firmware updates and rapid bug releases to to try to patch these security holes. I think that's extremely important. Granite works with the top tier equipment vendors in the industry. We focus on service provider specific seasoned devices. And then we do monthly audits of the code that's running on those devices to ensure that that our customers are as safe as possible. The the second thing that Granite does is deploy best practice solutions. Your your no cost options that you can add to your configuration on your devices to protect your customers. There's a lot of no cost security implementations that you can deploy in your service provider network and also for your customer solutions that can limit those attack vectors and can help protect your customers for no cost. Mm -hmm. That's a standard thing that Granite does with every solution that we deploy. We take security very seriously. And then the, the third thing is that we have sort of additional services for our customers that are extremely concerned about security. They might be in the financial sector or the healthcare sector. Um, We have premise-based, fully managed, fully monitored firewall solutions. Uh, We have network-based solutions as well so that all of your traffic can can flow through a network-based firewall that you control and you have access to. Those three things really help us be a leader in that segment. Well, I hope all of you learned something because I certainly did. I mean, the mere fact that you can or that there is the possibility of a breach through using a simple vacuum is incredible. So again, I just want to thank you both for joining me today. Uh, It was a pleasure talking to the two of you. And for the rest of you all, thank you for listening. We will be back with an all new episode of Behind the Microphone dedicated to our Saving by Shaving event coming up on April 3rd. Obviously, we are very excited about that episode coming up. But until then, again, thank you all for listening and enjoy the rest of your March and we will see you back in April. 